What's up, what's up? Welcome to The Motion Show, episode 34. So glad to be back in action. You know, I told you I was going to try and get you some more interviews and some more content, and I've been working hard to do that. I've been talking with Joe the Butcher. I've been talking with my boy Ross Schofield. We're going to get a little tuned in maybe take some mushrooms or uh you know some some pot gummies and we're gonna have a really psychedelic uh interview coming up real soon um yeah we've been we've just been grinding in the studio new albums getting ready to drop i'm real excited for all that stuff but what i'm really excited about is today i'm going to bring you a little interview i did with my good friend christine olshan she is a wonderful supporter of everything i do and i'm equally a fan of hers she's very artistic creative intelligent person who dabbles in a lot of different things and is what i like to call a great conversationalist and that's kind of a lost art these days you know uh, being a conversationalist so if you're not a good conversationalist work on that shit here's a good conversation with uh, me and my friend christine i love y'all take care enjoy the conversation what's up what's up i'm here with my good friend christine O'Shan, who is an architecture design major as well as a uh, music enthusiast and macrame machine so she dabbles in a lot of different things say hello to the people Hello, everyone. <laughs> Out there on podcast land. So, um, we were talking about your drive down. So, explain what happened again with the hit. Hey, almost got yeah, hit. Yeah, so I was um, having a good time rocking out to my music. And um, I went to turn to take a left. And a truck was just sitting there. And I, there was a stop sign. So, I thought he was just stopping. Right. And he kept, he'd put on his. Um, reverse lights and I realized that he was actually backing up and he almost hit me so I, so I guess he wasn't looking in the rear view mirror no and I don't know why he, he backs was, up I don't know why he was backing up though because then when I beat my horn just to let him know I was there he just kept going so when I was following him he was going at least like 20 miles an hour it and... is savage out there in the fucking world traffic even whether it's foot traffic or fucking cars and shit like people just are not paying attention yeah and that's my daily commute to delaware too like when i'm driving from westchester to wilmington it's always a battle because there's always that one person that's like half asleep or someone's texting or they're just going super slow and i'm i'm the type of person where you if you're driving next to me and all of a sudden you you like look over i'm the one that's like yelling into the into the into the window, like they think I, they yeah. can hear me, but really I'm just yelling at myself. But it's, uh, I'm very familiar with road rage. Um, yeah. You know, especially driving around with my buddy Buckwheat, he gets road rage. <laughs> my brother gets road rage. Um, my buddy Josh used to get road rage. He's a little bit better now, but it was funny because he told me a story um, when he came home from Iraq that he was so used to being in Humvees and stuff over in Iraq, driving like a hundred miles an hour through city and stuff like that because you don't stop you don't you know there could be a mine someone could shoot at you so he said when he got home and got into the car with his mom and drove home from the airport she was like white knuckling the seat oh, because no. he was just whipping it so it took him a long time to kind of like settle into driving but oh I, there is a lot of stupid people out there. and there's just so many goddamn people but, yeah it's, it's like it's when only- i was a kid i was like there's definitely 
I know there's more people. Like, obviously, I know there's more people, but, like, it is fucking noticeable, like... That's why you drive at 6 o'clock in the morning. That way, you don't have to deal with traffic. Because it's always between, like, 8 and 8.30 is when, like, you hit really heavy traffic and really dumb people. Well, that (laughs) that part I don't miss about driving. Sometimes I miss my license, but, like, there's other times where I'm like, yo, this would stress me out, especially as a quadriplegic. Can you imagine me, like, driving and maneuvering through traffic with my... Oh, my God. How dangerous. People would be fucking flipping me off for sure. Wouldn't you, like... I would think it would be more interesting because, like, you could use, like, certain tools or something to, like move well yeah a lot of people that i've talked to that uh use the hand controls and even people who aren't paralyzed who maybe have like taught other people or like experienced it say like they're like i don't even understand why the fuck we drive with our feet we should be driving with our hands because this shit is way easier they say it's way easier to do Mm -hmm. it like to do the gas and everything with their hands i don't know yeah like on the wheel or something i've never done it because i have terrible spasms and i hit a bump and like my whole body goes into a convulsion and just really don't want to crash. And I've literally crashed everything I've ever driven in my life. My bike, four-wheeler. I think I crashed a dirt bike. Oh, my God. Crashed my truck. <laughs> Glad um, that I never got on a four-wheeler with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I like to go fast. Not And, of course, today I crashed my truck. I was not going fast. I was just asleep. That's the other thing. For some reason... I That's always, so scary. I always fall asleep in cars. Like, cars put me out. Right. That's I don't know what I it is. Too. Like, something about the motion and, like, mm-hmm. or having a window open or some music on. I'm just out. When I was a kid, my dad, the only way to get me to fall asleep was to take me on a, like, a, um, let's go spotting for deer. <laughs> and I would always be excited. You would go spotting for deer with your dad? I used to do that, too. Yeah, but it I was... thought his... that was, like, some hillbilly shit that... No. <laughs> Only well, I we were did. in the middle. I mean, we lived in the middle. Of you want to go shine light on deer, son? Like I don't know. Fuck it. I guess. I guess. It was his way of saying like you have to go to bed. So I never gave him a hard time for going to sleep because yeah. I always just went out to look well, that's for cool. deer. Yeah, he was. He was pretty smart. So. Did he let you hold the light? Yeah, sometimes he would. But I, used, I used to have to like put on gloves because it would be so. My mom's. I was like, who the hell is that? But she's got a new Lincoln, so that was her. I was like, up. wait, who is that going through the? Yeah, her car's all sleek and cool now. So I was like, mm. who the fuck? So I was like, FBI rolling up on me. I or hope something. I parked in the right spot. There is no right spot. Oh. Okay. There's no right spot. There's no wrong spot here at Gucci's house. We've got animals all over the place. The cats running around, being crazy. So. Someone's anyway. car out there. I don't know whose it was, but uh, I kind of. Probably my them in. my brother and his his baby mom. Gotcha. And a little baby. Aww. So you've been hanging out with some kids I saw in, in the pictures. So who are those kids? Um. So Heidi's boyfriend. Shout out to Heidi. Yeah. Hi, Heidi. Um. Her boyfriend's kids. Um. His son Connor had a birthday party at okay. a pool club. You look like you were having fun. It was really fun. Yeah. It and I'll and I'll get there. Um. So, she also takes care of uh, Murphy and she's I think she's correct me if I'm wrong I don't know but she's I think she's four and I think Connor's nine or ten um but it was really cool because I knew that Heidi bought face paint yeah and I was all over it you killed it yeah and and I didn't really like I didn't plan on doing it because I wasn't sure how many kids were gonna be there yeah 
<clears throat> but um, these two girls that were there that were friends with her, with Connor, um, they came up to me and they were like, "Can you, can you, can you paint our faces?" And I was like, "Sure." Now, did they ask for the designs, or you just no, did what they, you felt? Because they looked awesome. What was it, like a tiger and? Well, they were both cheetahs. They both wanted cheetahs. to look okay, the same. Okay, cheetah, cheetah. Yeah. I knew it was a calf, some yeah. wild jungle calf, some sort. And it was only because I was like, oh, I don't even, I don't even, I don't know. Like, do they want to be, do they want unicorns? <laughs> do you want like, scary want... cheetah? Do yeah, you like... want, do you want a bear? So, so I Googled this, this image and they were like, yeah, like do that one. And of course it was like the most difficult one, but I pulled it off. Um, they really, they really liked it and... Telling you, you can start a booth next year. I know. Ma- macrame slash face paint. Yep. And you could sell your stuff while you're face painting people. Exactly. And just like a double hustle, get it going at these and festivals. And then sell all your CDs. And sell all my CDs See? and my t-shirts. Three in one. Triple hustle. See? I think we should do that. If you need me, you can hire me. <laughs> hire me. I'll hustle your merch. Yeah. I got a nice smile. That would be awesome, though. Yeah, that it really would be. be. Well, I mean, we're playing so many festivals, and, and I'm getting to know the promoters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, it's like they're looking for vendors anyway, and, and your stuff's different. Your stuff's yeah. unique. Like, So how did you get into the macrame stuff? So that's actually that's really interesting. Um, it actually ties back into architecture. And uh, I had a few friends that took an algorithms class. So I kind of went into... I was interested in it. I didn't take the class, but I saw these people doing like a crochet. And so I wanted to learn how to knit. And um, because they were doing that type of project, I decided that I was going to look up YouTube videos of how to knot and how to um, to knit with um, needles. So that was in college. And... I didn't have money to buy things for my family, so I would just make <laughs> scarves for, for my, nice. you know, I would make scarves or like... That makes sense. Blankets or whatever. Yeah, they're the best gifts anyway. Yeah, and then I ended up getting more into uh, macrame because of just looking at different videos. Where does that name come from? Macrame? Macrame. That's a weird name. There's, see, and I don't, I don't know. You don't, know the, you don't know the origins of the macrame Well, the there's macrame a lot of, name. like, I know in, like, Pakistan and, um, like, Syria and stuff yeah, like that, like, they've had, farm. yeah, like, they use a lot of thread, how to make, like, different clothing. You should use some hemp. Like that. I that, do use hemp, Oh, you actually. do use hemp? Yeah. I said, hemp would be some, would be a cool thing. I just like the texture of hemp and everything. Like, I do, yeah. If you go onto my Instagram. I want a hemp dream catcher. A dream catcher? Come on, man. Why you got to look at me like I'm... Why? Why? Um, I don't even dream. That's why I need to, that's why I need to um, catch, catch some dreams. Because I don't know if it's because I smoke so much pot or something. It suppresses my dreams. But I don't really dream. The only time I dream is if like I wake up in the morning and then I kind of fall back to sleep for an hour or mm-hmm. something like that, a half hour. I'll have a really vivid dream. But aside from that, I don't fucking dream at all, which is really weird. So... You just don't remember that you're dreaming. Well, yeah, you're right, because we all dream. Right. At all times. But I the, guess. But. Do we really know that? Well, yeah, we do know that. Well, yeah, because sleep, studies, they, that sleep show, studies that show that your brain activity is always going REM on. And stage. Yeah. yeah. But 
have you ever have you ever um I don't know not a lot of people can do it but like you'll be sleeping and you'll have this really like really interesting dream and then you wake up because I don't know maybe your dog woke you up <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like all right I, I want to go back to it to yeah I'm gonna get right and back you, into it and you can go right in the same spot yeah, and just like create it well uh, not a lot of people can do that well like this the symbol on my arm the ohm Mm-hmm. It represents the four states of consciousness, and I'm probably gonna fuck this up because I'm high. But it's like <laughs> it's like deep sleep, deep REM sleep, and then coming out of that is like you're in that kind of light sleep area, and then there's waking when you're just coming out of sleep. You're like that that feeling of coming awake. Mm-hmm. And then full consciousness, full awokenness, woke. being woke. I'm woke. Yeah, right now. hashtag woke. So, <laughs> um, so within those four states of consciousness, I think it's possible if you're in REM sleep, and then you kind of come out of it a little bit into a light sleep, or even come into that waking period, mm-hmm. but you don't make it to that fourth stage of full consciousness, and you're able to get back into what you're doing. I think you can sometimes plug back into the dream. That that's probably how it happens, because, like I said, a lot of people can't do it, and they don't realize that like, they can't just go back to the dream once they're fully woke. Once they get woke. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's I guess that's the whole point of the term woke. You, when, once you're woke, you can't go back yeah, to the dream. Right? Do you do you dream in color or black and white? Uh, or can you not? Remember? I guess I dream in color. Yeah. Um, which is weird and I'm not paralyzed. Oh, nice. How does that? How is that? Like this cool. Like it, you know, it's just can like Can you like feel when you're walking or Uh, it, yeah, like I'm walking around, I'm doing shit. I'm like fucking up ninjas or you know nice. uh dancing at the prom or i don't know like doing weird shit like that i'm trying to think like the last dream i had i mean the, the most vivid dream i had i wrote a song about it's called jimmy is gone that is on our first album with 61 north you can actually still get it on itunes and like we started writing this song and I, they were like yo do you have something in your because i have notes all through my phone with just lyrics and like little four and eight bar stanzas and hooks and stuff like you got anything you can work with actually back then i was writing it in a notebook and i flipped through and i had this story that i wrote that was about me being at my high school which is about five minutes ten minutes down the road and i'm standing out by the highway trying to hitch a ride and a truck pulls up it's Jimi hendrix and Jimi hendrix picks me up (laughs) vivid ass dream dead dead serious has happened it felt so real he picks me up we have this conversation in the car about how, you know, I'm supposed to pursue music and all this stuff. And I get, he gets to the end of my street and he drops me off and we say like a couple words, he leaves. And then I start walking to my house down my street. It's dark and I'm looking up and I see the moon and then the moon fucking explodes. Like like a nuclear bomb went off on the moon. And I- and I'll, and yeah, yeah, just like exploded. So I'm looking up at the moon. It's like the most surreal thing. It's like when you saw 9-11 happen that, you know what I mean? It was almost like unconscionable how like that could happen. Mm-hmm. It was almost beyond your realm of understanding. It was just like seeing that happen was crazy. So I saw the moon explode and I and in my heart it was like 
everyone's asleep right now. No one knows that the moon just, I'm like the only one. And you're freaking out. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm the only one looking at the moon right at this moment when it exploded. And chaos is about to ensue, but it hasn't ensued yet. And then, bam, I woke up. So, before you woke up, do you think that's why you woke up? Because, like, you just, it was so surreal that you just had to wake up? Or because you knew, like, did you really think that it was real? Or I don't know. It felt real. And when I woke up, I literally just started writing the lyrics to the song. and uh, That's crazy. And if you listen to the song, it, it, it pretty much tells that whole story and talks about the moon exploding and meeting Jimmy and him telling me, you know... Music is what I need to pursue. and Dreams, I think, really do like tell you, like, this is where you should be, or this is yeah. where you should go. Um, I still have this dream that I remember. It was when I was living in Jersey, and I locked myself out of my apartment. And I don't know why. Like, I could not find my keys. I didn't know where they were. I thought that I had lost them. I couldn't get into my car I couldn't get into my apartment I couldn't go anywhere <laughs> and so I had to wait for my roommate to get home so I went into the into the apartment and I took a nap and I had this dream <laughs> that's a good plan <laughs> right because I was like so stressed out I'm, so, I'm just gonna fucking take a nap yeah I'm it'll all work, it. it'll nap. work itself out I'm so checked out right now <laughs> So I took a nap and I had this dream that I saw the, my keys in my hands and I put them in my, my bag into my car. So, um, that's crazy. Once I got into the house, I had a spare key and I woke up, um, and I was like, shit, I think, I think my keys are in my book, my, my, my bag in my car. So I got the spare key and I opened the car and I found my keys in the bag. That's crazy. And I was like... What? Hashtag woke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> woke AF. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It's so... Dreams really... I don't know. I think subconsciously, like, it's just trying to tell you, like, hey, I'm giving you this metaphor, or, hey, this is where this is, like, that's where it is. And it's... I don't know. I just... Yeah. Dreams are... They've done so many dream studies and they still don't fully understand dreams. No. And it's like... They don't fully understand why we sleep. Or consciousness or things like that. And that's the kind of stuff that fascinates me. And uh, a part of me has been thinking about going back to school mm -hmm. for psychology. But it's like, I at the same time, it's like it would almost be like a waste of money. So unless I can get some sort of... Uh, grants or scholarships or something like that. You can always, like, see if people could sponsor. Yeah. I almost just want to audit some classes, you know? I, I mean... Good luck with that. Yeah, right? <laughs> They're not giving that shit away for free. Well, I do some Lately, stuff with the colleges, so maybe Rowan would let me, mm -hmm. but I just... I'm totally enamored and fascinated with a lot of what's going on with technology and science and psychology and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I just... And dream, studying of dreams, studying of... Like, uh, they're using mushrooms, um, psilocybin, and weed, and uh, even like... Uh, Speaking of mushrooms, they Molly just... or MD, what is it? M MDMA. MDMA, yeah. MDMA mm -hmm. to, uh, to help soldiers and people with PS PTSD and people like that. Kind of like... Bipolar, too. Yeah, bipolar, yeah. breakthrough, talking about their problems, and, and it's really helping them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had... I've had a couple breakthrough experiences on mushrooms, and uh, so 
Were you, were you just about to say you took mushrooms? No, no. Oh. I was I was going to say um, they legalized it in Colorado. Yeah, Colorado and somewhere else was trying to do it. I think it was like Oregon or something like that. Something was, like that. Yeah, because Colorado, they, they got it, that shit down. They, they have I some mean, good leadership out there. How, though? Like, that's the thing. Like, I didn't actually, I didn't really get into reading fully of how that happened or how that came about. Yeah. But, I mean... But they're doing is what that's what I'm saying is like, like making this stuff legal mm-hmm. isn't just about, you know, people who want to get high or or something like that. It's also about the, like, medical um, purposes that some of these things have, like psilocybin's and 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 marijuana. Well, the chemicals see, and yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. No, I, so I understand that. You know, they're like microdosing people with with mushrooms and getting them to open up and talk about, you know, near death experiences and, and, and or killing like people or traumatic childhood experiences yeah. and stuff like that. And it, and it really seems like it, it seems like it's working and there's a lot of, um, science and data out there that shows that, that, that it's really having a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of fucked up people out there who are committing suicide. They're like, well, suicide that's gotten rates. even higher, it yeah. seems like. That rate is just going up and up. Yep, suicide, and between suicide and, uh, you know, overdoses. Yeah, the heroin is the worst thing right now, too. Yep. But, and, like, even, so, going back to, like, the suicide thing, there, I mean, let's talk about that for a second. The whole, I'm not suicidal at all, or whatever, I'm just... There have been, lately, there's been a lot of, like... I'm suicidal. I'm just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not selfish. Let's let's just... We'll, we'll turn I could it never to, do that to my cat. Oh, my God. Yeah, she would you miss can me never so leave. much. Yeah, no. I could never leave Bella. No, I'm just kidding. But go ahead. Um, no, but, like, you know, there's so many people out there that are... Especially with healthcare and everything, nobody seems to... Like, they can't afford it. So then when they go, when people are trying to go and they want to talk to somebody, it's almost like, well, what's the point? Because I don't have the money. And there's yeah. not, there's nobody out there that's like, oh, hey, like, I can help you pro bono. or Yeah, or like barter, you know what I mean? Like, you, you make you make honey or something. Like, you give me two jars of honey. And I mean, like, I, yeah, I just, I wish more people would do that. Yeah. And that's kind of like why I was thinking, like, man, I could go back to school for psychology and really help people with, like, drug addiction yeah. and things like that. And so, I don't know, I'm thinking about, like, just I chipping away. I think with away. your music and everything, that would... Well, that's the other thing. Like, I have my foundation in my music... So it's almost like a much bigger platform and bigger way to mm-hmm. reach out to people than just being like a one-on-one psychologist. Right. And I kind of am like that anyway with my friends and some of my acquaintances. Like I just listen and try to give them advice and not that I know anything, but I just... Do we... I don't think anyone I mean, I actually just, knows anything. I, but I mean, like, I'm a, at least I'm actively trying. Some people are just, like, getting up and going through the motions where I'm actively trying to grow as a person. I'm actively trying to learn, read, uh, watch... Uh, You're just trying to be open-minded. Documentaries yeah. and podcasts and things like that, you mm-hmm. know? Just like the, the Bob Lazar yeah, thing that was really we were really going to talk cool. about. My which friend, was, well, or Kelly, she's yeah. on that kind of got Moonchild. Yeah. Shout out to Moonchild. <laughs> hey, Kelly. 
I'm sure she'll listen to this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, we were out walking and we went to the Schuylkill River Trail Park and we were just laying there on the grass and we were talking about, she was talking about this podcast with Joe Rogan and she sent it to me. And I just thought it was How really ironic was it that I posted it? Uh, well, well, you well po- not, I posted a different yeah, one. Yeah, you posted but, a yeah. different one. But it was so funny because that's we were. I was yeah. just watching it. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really interesting. Just, you know, there's things out there that we don't even know. And we think we know. Yeah. We think we know, you know, you know, right now we think we know everything. Or not everybody, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, but people then, like, people think they're so informed yeah. because they have Google in their and pocket, we're and we're just not. We're, we're not there at all. We're, we're not less informed. Close. Yeah, because I mean, remember when we were younger and we used to have to memorize phone numbers? Yes. Like I don't remember. Any, I barely remember my phone Wait, number. What's your parents' number? Um, I don't. Hold know. on a second. Let me look. Yeah. Right. Yep. And and so. I know my own. Yeah, and <laughs> I barely I barely know my own and. My mom always gets mad at me because I say O instead of zero. Oh, I'll yeah. say four three O seven three eight O. I'm like that too, though. I, Damn, I, I should have just gave my number out on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I cut you off a little bit. Okay, that's good. Or you could just call him. Yeah, or you could just if you really want to call me that bad. Yeah, at this point. I, or you could just check him out on uh, you know Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. They have all your phone numbers on it, doesn't it? Doesn't have like email calls. Stop putting my shit out there like that. Hey, you're gonna have some psychos calling me. You know what's funny is uh, I'm not gonna say any names or anything like that, but like I did find out that someone, someone who could be considered a hater, oh no, listens to my podcast. Shout out if you know who you are. Hey. There's always a hater. There's always a hater or two, but that's but they're actually secret. That's they're secretly fans. Exactly. But it, but it's all love. Like I I have no bad feelings towards anybody. I'm just trying to like complete my goals and do my thing, keep my head down, and you know. So, with your music and everything, just you know, and with all the podcasts that you have been doing, have you had any? Do you run into a lot of negative when you're doing and producing and or not producing but like you know, yeah, making I mean, your music and selling it and going out and it's, playing it's, gigs? It's a little different for me because you know being in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and having like leukemia and stuff like that. Anybody who kind of openly would hate on me would just look stupid. That's like, true. You know what I mean? Right. Like they would just look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get it. Like, I know that I can be probably an asshole to some in some people's eyes because I'm very particular about, like, my music and about, like, my goals and just kind of being, like, all about that. And that's really all I think about. It kind of dominates my whole thinking. It's, mm-hmm. like, doing podcasts, doing, like, Facebook Live stuff, doing playing guitar, writing music, anything anything that's, like, expression like that. And um, that's good inspiration for others that are, you know, going through that. or maybe Yeah, I just want to be around other people who are like you. Like, you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm creative. Like, I'm going to do macrame. And that whatever road that leads me to, it, it exactly. is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm just trying to surround, my pe- surround myself with more people like that. That want to just hang out and do podcasts and, and try and put ourselves out there. And you never know. Like, 
I would love to get into broadcasting. I would love to be on the be an actual radio host or have some uh, form of a show or something like that. So, yeah, and have like different guests come in yeah. and even musicians or just talking about yeah. you know all types of di- you know yeah. different music and life events going on and. I mean, the topics can go endlessly. Well, they have. J- they already have jam in the van, but I want to start jam in the bathroom. <laughs> that's such a perfect. That's so perfect. Because the bathroom has like the most amazing acoustics when oh, I'm in yeah. there, and like I just want to like set up cameras and set up because like, when we jam in there, it sounds awesome. You can hear all the uh, all the reverberation and everything yeah. like that. So we mm. should. Um, you should put like an example of you know a song that you did. I think there. I have. I think I have put it up. Oh, you I think there's one on my on a Insta- podcast. No, not on a podcast, but just on my Instagram, Gooch sixty one. What's your Instagram? Christine Nicole, but it's it's very, <laughs> it's very Christine. It's very Nicole. unsearchable because of the way I spell my name. Oh well, that's that's cute. Yeah. Well. I don't, Try to find I'm me. Not, yeah, Good luck. <laughs> That's why I finally just changed my last name, or I added my last name on my Facebook for the longest time. It was you, just. You mean you don't want to be an Instagram influencer? No, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <laughs> Instagram. That's has, a lot of fucking work. It it and that and there's so many people are doing it that it's yeah, just so cliche. It and is. I I kind of find. I I don't. I don't really, I try to post the most authentic things. Yeah, same. Like, I try to post when I fucking have something to post, not yeah, just, like, like, every look day. Look at me, look yeah. at me. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I post a lot. In If anybody does find me, um, I do post a lot of my cat. I'm, yeah. cat. I'm a cat person. I love all types of cats. Well... That's mostly I, my Instagram. If you I, look on my Instagram, I actually Instagram, have an Instagram for my cat, so I can't really see. But everyone say, does that, so yeah. I don't want. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like I just want to. But your cat deserves her own Instagram. She's adorable. I know she is. She's my producer she's Joey. Um, he's a big cat guy, and he just had a cat pass away, Aww. and a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago and I, I talked to him today and this little cat comes running across and, and I was like who is that and he's like this is my new cat and he was That's like so cute. he was rolling around like getting his belly rubbed and everything like that. I was like yo you're the man Joe I, I love him that he's a cat person I like cat people cat I never, people are I never used to be a cat person but really yeah I was always a I wasn't really a dog person I had a French bulldog that was like my first real like connected to me pet and I mm-hmm. had it for 12 years I got him when I got out of the hospital and I was like we were connected but then I never really connected with another animal until my ex-girlfriend brought her cat over fought her forever and finally she brought her over and she had lived all these different places inside outside of the and so when she got here her and I just connected and she's been my baby ever since she's just See? the best and that's the thing <clears throat> if you've never had a cat and you get introduced to like a kitten or a new cat, I guarantee you, you will love cats afterwards. Like anybody that I've known, they've never had cats and then all of a sudden they had a cat in their life and it was instantly like, I love my cat, (laughs) I love this cat. Well, I think there's something about my cat being a little girl too, Mm -hmm. is like, I'm like, this is my little girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and here she comes right now. 
Who's my daughter? We're like symbiotic. We're like in such a good... And what's her name again? Can you pronounce it? Uh, her name is Sabbath, but then her nickname is Noodle. But then when she moved in here, she makes this sound. She goes, Mitzah Brown. <laughs> and so we named her Mitzah Brown. Or as, or as my buddy's daughter likes to call her, Mr. Brown. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to jump up here. Don't Don't rip my pants. Don't rip my Aww, pants, please. She's so cute. Well, she, every time I do a podcast, she wants to be the star of the podcast. So here she is. See, and if Bella was here, she would be talking. That's she, all she does. Yo, she talks she's so loud. Much. She's so loud. Yeah, she's the most vocal cat ever. And everyone, anybody that meets her, too, they're like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> Nothing. What? She's just, is she dying? She is just happy to see you. Yeah, when you come home sometimes, I can hear her like, ah, yeah, yeah. Like, Okay, I know you need attention. It's like I she's know. singing. Yep. But this cat just goes, Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. She's got really pretty colors. Yeah, she's a nice cat. <clears throat> Calicos are very sassy, too. Yeah, well, she's very, she's wild. I mean, she's like, she goes outside and hunts at night, and uh, she can definitely hold her own. Like, if I left her out there for days, she'd be fine. Wow. She lived in a boat, didn't you? You lived in a van down by the river. Did she really? She lived in a boat, yeah, for two years. What? Um, I didn't because know that. My ex's uh, parents would not let her bring the cat inside, uh-huh. and they had a boat outside, so it just, like, lived in outside and, like, in the boat, slept in the boat. Oh. And, uh... Wow, champ. Yep, survivor. Yep. Oh, yeah. She was a runt, too, so, like, they nursed her back to health with a bottle and everything like that, so... She's a survivor. Just like me. We were meant to be together. I think we're all survivors here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Pound. Pound. I think that, uh, I'm gonna be heartbroken when I go to Nashville and I have to leave her here. You're going like to miss her days. as soon as you leave. That's I how I get know. to. Like, Bella, oh, no. no. I know, because she, she's not going to know. She's going to hate me forever. I actually, and this I know, this is very boring, I'm sorry, but um, I just got this new cat litter called Pretty Litter. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. feel like I'm advertising. Now, yeah, now, now you're getting into... But it's so awesome. I actually really like it. I was really skeptical at first, and then I tried it, and I was like, this is awesome. Like, it doesn't, there's no odor, and it's really light. And I, I mean, anybody that's a cat People owner, who's listening right now are probably like, what I know, the fuck are these two but talking I am about? Just, I'm a cat person. This is my life. Like, yeah. I have nothing more to do with my life than just be with my cat. But still, <laughs> like, it's amazing. I don't have to, like, deal with it. And I know Dude, people same. that are cat people... They would appreciate me explaining that. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, like, my listeners are cat people because I'm a cat person. They're probably like, shut up. Yeah. Um, But, so did you believe in the UFOs when you were watching, you know, do you think Um, that guy's full of shit or not? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't say that I believe it fully, but I can't say that I think he's full of shit either. (laughs) But who knows? I mean, he can't yeah. even remember what he was talking about when he was saying sentence. when he was saying he had a migraine. I was starting to be like, "Yo, he just I, needs more weed." I just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, Joe, get him high, bro. Yes. But I was just like, for those you don't know, what we're talking about. There's a Netflix special about this guy Bob Lazar, who's also on Joe Rogan's podcast, and supposedly worked at Area 51, and um, you know. 
big conspiracy theory type guy. And well, I guess they were conspiracy if he right. conspiracies he if he's the truth. He was actually on, working on project. Yes. And and one specific project too. Yeah. It wasn't like he wasn't allowed to like. Which go also made sense because if that type of thing did exist, it would make sense that the government would section off. They wouldn't have a team where everybody knew everything. It would be like, you guys are compartmentalizing and you're just studying this and you're reverse engineering this and right. you're doing that. So like nobody really knows exactly what everybody else is doing. Right. But and only they, a few And they people. kept it that way so yeah. that nothing was being broadcasted. They, don't, they didn't want this to be known to right. the general public. I mean... Once you once you know something like that, like you have a lot of power, and that's yeah. what my friend Kelly was saying too. Like, once you know something, like, and know the rest of the world doesn't. We not know, know. We know. Sorry. Just no. Saying, right. Just saying. We, we say in the band. We know. Right. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think that once but, once you uncork that, you can't put the bottle or the genie back in the bottle. Exactly. So. I I mean Well they've been releasing he, stuff too like uh navy pilots and stuff like that like they were talking about just recently have been releasing stuff and the government has spent like 22 million dollars or more just on that one project studying like looking into UFOs or AAVs as they call them like mm-hmm. they were saying on on the podcast um I forget what that stood for like autonomous something vehicles aerial vehicles or something like that or but they uh there's well, i'm just saying they're studying that stuff it's it's definitely going on they're definitely studying it and they you know like people should at least understand that like our tax dollars are going to like study stuff like this and when it's kind of crazy because then it makes you think like well damn what don't, right, what don't we know? Everything. We don't know anything. And there's so much out there that... I mean, another thing that he was mentioning, Lazar, he was mentioning that, like, you know, back in, in what, the 30s or 40s, when they were trying to take apart these... I don't know. These yeah, these crafts, these, these anti-gravity right, like, balls, like... That he was talking about, they yeah. Get they had the he said hurt just, and they would die. Yeah. And now, now that we know that it's you know now we're advancing, but it's a slow process. Yeah. There's just still so the much science more has that to we catch don't, up. We have we can't even pertain. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's it blows almost sacrificial. My, I mean, it blows my mind that like they say we we pretty much double our technological capacity every year. Um, you know, when they're making these circuit boards and these things that go into, into cell phones and things like that, mm-hmm. every year they're like doubling the capacity for memory and for, uh, you know, just the power that, you, that your phone has or the power that your computer, your laptop has. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's freaky. I'm not sure where we're going. And then there's just like all these people running for president now and stuff like that and oh some, I know and I'm, that's so, terrifying that's more terrifying than techno, technology it's just like wow we got a lot of issues going on and we have um, Donald Trump versus 27 Democrats running for president right now who all seem well, halfway crazy and then there's that topic that's been coming up too with Bernie and how he's going to get rid of 
student loan debt, I mean, how? Yeah, that right? Doesn't, that, I feel like that's something anybody would say. Yeah, it's like just saying, like, you know. Not that I'm against them or anything. I just. But at the same time. It's not you logical know, at all. Wall Street got bailed out. Farmers get bailed out. So why not everyday people who are in debt get mm-hmm. bailed out? You know right. that. I mean, that's their argument. And at the on the other end, it's like, well, it's going to cost trillions of dollars, and that's going to come out of taxpayers' money. So it's like you have to offset that somehow. You have to offset that cost. But I don't know. It. Uh, that's that's another topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, we're gonna wrap this up. We holy shit, we've been talking for forty <laughs> minutes. So that's my fault because I. No, it was it was a good first one for me at least. I've never this is my first podcast. So. All right. Well, is there anything you want to plug or anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Where where can where can they see like your macrame stuff? Um, if you, you follow, um, it's called Naughty, as in not. Like a an actual K- knot. K- yeah, K N O T T Y underscore macromake. K N O T T Y. Macromake. Macromake. Yes. That is way too much letters. You know. I know, I mean? but, but can we simplify this shit? Like, we'll do another podcast later down the road, and you'll have all. And I'll the, have a new one. Just and like I'll this have is cards. the Instagram. This is the way. Like it's just like. ChristineMac.com or something oh like God. like you know what I mean like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll simplify it. we'll work on the branding I'll, I'll get somebody to, to fix it for me alright boom well thank you for being on the show thank you for and having for me and for me um, July 6th you can check me out at Auburn Road Winery we'll be doing the Red White and Blues Festival and August 10th we'll be at World Cafe Live with Matter um, which is Dave Coltai's band Dave Coltai is from uh, he creates Supro amplifiers and Pigtronic uh, pedals. He's a phenomenal, like, genius musician and amp builder. And he's got a killer band, so we're going to have a really good time. Um, and then the album will be dropping soon, so stay tuned for details on that. And uh, love you. Peace, pots, and microdots.